So let me ask you, have you ever dropped anything and broke it and you thought, man, this is a mess? I mean, this is just a mess. Maybe it's that can of paint, that one-gallon can, and the handle came off, and you dropped it. Now, you know it's hard to get a gallon of paint back in a can. And that lid just goes everywhere, and the paint everywhere. What a mess. I'm going to be talking the next three weeks about healing brokenness. It's going to be a series on healing brokenness. And I don't know any of us that haven't either been broken, are broken, or are going to be broken. I fit in all three of those categories. Yeah. And brokenness comes in so many sizes. I mean, it can be really big. It can be a big mess up. It can be a five-gallon can of paint, if you can get that in your mind. It can be a relationship that uh, you thought you had handled, and it didn't work out. You could have so much invested in it for so long, and it just broke. It could be like an investment that you've put into for years and years and years and years, and all of a sudden it broke. It comes in many shapes, too, big and small, tall and short. I don't care what it is. I guarantee that it can be broken. And any kind of circumstances can cause brokenness. I mean, it can be caused by yourself. And uh, I suspect that uh, after today's lesson and listening to that this morning, that many have brought on brokenness by their own actions. I mean, we did it. And you can have others that can bring on brokenness through abuse, through anger, through just sheer meanness. And then sometimes brokenness just comes from life. It just happens. So what I'm going to do these next few weeks is go through some stories that Jesus has on broken people. And I'm going to look at, and we are going to look at together, those stories. And we're going to be able to pull some stuff out of those stories and apply them to our life to take out of here to help us heal brokenness in our life. So the goal is for us to learn what Jesus did in broken situations how he fixed them, and what he has for those folks that have been broken. The first one is a broken child. It comes out of Mark 9, and it's also in uh, Matthew and, and Luke. And uh, it's a story about a child. And, and let me ask you another question. Have you ever walked into a room or a crowd where everyone was arguing about something? It sounded like my house when I was growing up. And I was generally the one that was causing the arguing. Yeah. I can remember my mama one time. I was saying something smart to mom and daddy, and she was sweeping the floor with a wood-handled broom and regular brushes on the bottom. And I said something smart to her and daddy, walked away like I was a young buck and knew everything. And the next thing I felt 
and she had choked up on that broom. And she didn't use the straw part. She used the wood part and hit me right between my shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to do that a few times myself. And everybody came in, all the kids came in, they were arguing, and it was me. See, I was the one that started that. I don't know if you've ever started anything like that, if you've ever been hit with a broom. But it was in love, I can tell you that. Scout's honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark nine fourteen. When they came to the other disciples, they as Jesus and a couple of disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and the teachers of the law arguing with them. So the teachers of the law are arguing with the disciples. And as soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed and wonder and ran to greet him. So Jesus is in this room, and he's with part of his disciples here and part of his disciples here. There's a large crowd. There's a lot of people arguing, and Jesus walks in, and they see him, and they say, Jesus, Jesus. So they head to Jesus. And Jesus said, what are you arguing about with them? And a man in the crowd answered. The disciples didn't, but a man in the crowd who had a need. A man in the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. This is a young boy that could hear and he could see, but he couldn't speak. Now think about that right off the bat. And whenever it seizes him, this spirit that robbed him of his speech, whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground He foams at the mouth, he gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. Now, we could probably put a label on that. But this young boy was possessed. He was sick. And as he foamed and gnashed, he could see everything that was going on, and he could hear everything that was going on. He just couldn't speak about what was going on. You see, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. See, something is broken. A young son, a broken child. Have you ever been the parent of a broken child? Or have you ever been a broken child? See, brokenness, it does not discriminate. It covers every ethnicity. It covers every sex. It covers every ideology. It doesn't discriminate against rich or poor, white or black, Methodist or Baptist, or a few more that you talked about, Dr. Davidson, this morning. It doesn't discriminate against southern-speaking folks or non-southern-speaking folks. Brokenness crosses all lines and all places. It crosses time. I, I know you can think about families that have been broken for generation after generation after generation. And I'm not just talking about the Hatfields or McCoys. And the man says to Jesus, he says, I ask your disciples to drive out the Spirit. But they could not. 
the disciples who were given power to heal, to cast out demons, to raise from the dead. And in fact, up until this point, they had done that. But they couldn't with this boy. They could not drive him out. Has there ever been something that you think you just couldn't fix? It was so broken. Jesus says this, you unbelieving generation, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. See, the father tried it with the disciples first. And he could have quit. He could have said, well, these are the disciples. They couldn't heal my son. And he could have put his arm around his son and walked away and said, let's go. They couldn't do it. We've got no hope. Let's go back home. I'm sorry, son. It didn't work. But the father didn't quit. Don't quit when something's broken. Start with the smallest piece and look at it. And think about how God wants you to put it back together. It's like the jigsaw puzzle. When we'd go camping, uh, we had this place we'd go and it had a puzzle. It was like stuff all over. And you know, you look for the corners first. And you look for the long pieces and you look for the colors and try to get something established and start in a corner. Look, when your lives are broken and when those lives around you are broken, start in a corner. Get the biggest piece of glass. Uh, my son liked this um, pottery thing of a dog. That's the kind of dog we got at a house, our house, a pottery dog. It's a beagle. And he loved that little dog because he knows that I'm not a pet person for some health issues. And that little dog was laying there, and I bumped the table and knocked his leg off. Now, if he's watching today out in California at Camp Pendleton, he'll, he'll find that out today. Sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> but I knew how much he loved that little ceramic dog. And so I started. I got the Gorilla Glue. And you know, you got to supposed to wet two sides, and you got to stick it together, and you got to hold it. So I practiced it, and I got in a position where I could hold this little ceramic dog until I thought the leg was set. And it's in front of my TV today. I put it back together. I didn't stop. I started with the corner. I thought of how important it was when something was broken. It's just a ceramic dog, right? I could have just thrown it away. Look, when we've got brokenness in our life, we can just throw ourselves away and get deeper and deeper and deeper in. We can keep going the way that we're going, which is a broken way. And we can just say, there's no way I can fix this.
There's no way. Mark 9, when the spirit that's in the boy saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion, and he fell on the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Now, bear in mind, he can see and he can hear. And what happens, even in today's world, when something like this happens, everybody gathers around. It's a big circle. Everybody's watching and pointing. Can you imagine some people would be laughing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? And the father said, from childhood. Now, we don't know how old this boy is. But some things get broken early. And they can stay with you all your life. And your father can try to get it worked out and go to the disciples and it doesn't work. I'll tell you what Jesus is saying to us with our brokenness today. The same thing he said to this father back then. Bring the boy to me. Just bring him to me. The brokenness we've got that we've tried to fix on our own. Bring it to me. Bring it to me. The father said it's often throwing him in the fire and the water to kill him. He said, but if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. You see, this father is a picture of a good father who wants to help their child. You may not have had a good father on this earth. I was very fortunate to have a phenomenal father. But if your earthly father has not been like this father where he'll take you where you need to go to get fixed, the Lord Jesus Christ, God the Father, will take you to get fixed. Help us. See, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but not Jesus. He said this, if I can, if you can do anything, if I can, everything is possible for one who believes. Do you believe God can fix the things that are broken in your life? I don't know how far they have gone and get broken. I don't know how broken they are. I don't know if there's pieces everywhere. I don't know if there's white paint on a black garage floor. I don't know. Immediately the boy's father exclaimed something that I've exclaimed in my life. I do believe, but help me overcome unbelief. See, it doesn't matter how long things were broken or how they got broken, God can repair them. Help my unbelief. God can repair them. Help my unbelief. He wants to repair them. He wants to heal our brokenness. We have to believe. We can't stop. We've got to be like this father. I'm going to take you here. I'm going to take you there. I'm, I'm, I'm after you, Jesus. The video we watched uh, after Dr. Davidson talked, the Lord was chasing this young man. He wasn't going to give up. He rolled up his sleeve again. When Jesus saw the crowd was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter again. 
And the spirit shrieked, convulsed, and violently came out. Brokenness was fixed. James says this about these demons that are leaving. You believe there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. So the spirit shrieked, convulsed, and violently came out of the boy, and he looked much like a corpse. Some said he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet, and he stood up. I don't know how far the reach is to get what might be broken in your life. But it's not too far away for God's outstretched hand to reach you. And he will not leave you. The boy stood up. See, here's the bottom line. God sees what we're going to become. Not what we are or what we look like now. Thank goodness. Amen? Amen. And so what if I don't get my brokenness back immediately? Is it my fault? I'm going to tell you that Peter, he had this thing in his flesh. And he kept saying, God, take this from me, take this from me, take this from me, take this from me, take this from me. God said, hey, I got enough grace for you. Paul, I got enough grace for you. My grace is sufficient. You can't give up on God. Of course, by grace you've been saved through faith. It's not of yourself. It's a gift of God, not by works. We can't sometimes work things out. We've got to get to God. We've got to go to where He is. Are there some broken areas in your life? Some things that maybe aren't lined up right? You know, maybe something as simple as the garage door. You know, you've got the two little lights. And if one of them's off just a little bit, it won't work. Got to get maybe it's just a little bit of adjustment, or your garage door motor may be broke. You know, I don't know, but God does, and He wants to help you fix it. It's like the flat tire on the bike. My daughter's got a bike in her. In her garage. It's a beautiful bike. And so does my wife. Same bike. Bought them for both of them. They're both in the garage. And both of them have a flat tire. Now they want to ride their bike. But it's got a flat tire. Look, you've got to put air in a tire. You've you got to start somewhere. You've you got to start with the corner of the puzzle. I don't know anybody, maybe somebody does, where they start in the middle, they can find just the right flowers and start putting it together. That's not me. I start in the corner. Start with something easy. This week, just this week, here was a young boy that couldn't speak, and he was demon-possessed. What can we learn from this to take out of here this week? Just this week, think of one Thing. Don't think of 50. 
if you've got that many things messed up. Just think of one, just one thing. And deep down inside say, man, I got this one thing. It's been bugging me. It's a broken area of my life. Maybe it's a, and I'll underline and put a period and you fill it in. Just this week, think of one broken area in your life. I mean, if if they could get on those bicycles and ride for five minutes, it's five minutes more than they got yesterday. If you can think of one thing, and this week, just spend two minutes on bringing it to God each day. That's not a big investment. Just put your phone down in another room and turn it off. Think of what it is that God would have you to start putting back together in your life. He's waiting to help us right now. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you today for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you that Jesus came and healed this young boy. And that the father didn't give up. And Jesus, you didn't give up. Despite what your disciples tried, you said, no, I, I want to heal your son. Father, help us this week with our unbelief. Help us just take two minutes to think on each day this week, just seven days, what it is that might be broken that we could bring to you for just a little bit. Let us get the corner started, God. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Now, if you have brokenness in your life and you want some prayer today, we'll, we're ready to pray for you and talk to you about that and bring that before the Lord. And if not, God bless you guys. We're going to be dealing with brokenness next week and the week after. A couple of more examples. God bless you guys. Amen. Amen. Amen.